0: There. I'm talking to you. Yes, you. My name is Sherry. My pup's name is Sunny and we're training to be an animal assisted counseling team. You're listening to the therapy dog talk podcast, the show that interviews past present and future therapy dog teams about how they're making an impact in their communities. Today we're talking with Taylor about her experiences volunteering with her 105-pound Great Pyrenees Mix Benji in their local Read to a Dog program through Alliance of Therapy Dogs, and how they've built on top of this program to offer their own private reading sessions for kids who need more time. We'll discuss where Taylor found Benji, what she does to help children who feel intimidated by Benji's size, and where Taylor finds opportunities to volunteer with Benji. Before we hop in, if you're just getting started on your therapy dog journey and feeling a bit lost, I've put together a free guide for you, which you can find on my website at freeguide.therapydogtalk.com. Without further ado, meet Taylor and Benji. Hi! Hi! Hey, Benji! (laughs) This
1: This is Benji. (laughs) So, Taylor, for those who don't know you, would you like to introduce us to yourself and to Benji? Yeah, so I'm Taylor. I live in Charlotte,
2: North Carolina. I am a part of Alliance Therapy Dogs. I've been with them since I would say December of 21. It's been great so far. We've had a lot of activities. We've gone to assisted living homes. We currently on Mondays go to different branches of libraries in Charlotte and children who are not quite comfortable with their peers. They'll read to Benji because he doesn't judge them. So it's about an hour every Monday, sometimes on Thursdays at a different branch. But we do that. And then we actually just got an email invite to participate in crafts like painting with children with disabilities that we responded to. So we're waiting on the details for that. But
1: that's our next little endeavor. Awesome. Does Benji get to actually paint? So
2: I hope so. I actually what the be really funny if he got to dip his paws in the paint and kind
1: of make pictures of his paws that's my goal that's what i'm going for so we'll see (laughs) i love it i can't wait to see his artwork if that happens (laughs) yeah there was a trend going on around instagram i remember like a couple years ago i think early pandemic days where people were putting paint on a canvas inside of a ziploc bag and then peanut butter on the outside so dogs were licking it and making artwork yeah that's cool The pandemic, peanut butter
2: and saran wrap, I feel like, made their headway for sure with (laughs) activities and dogs. I
1: always saw the trimming the nails part, so that was Uh, really cool. With the headband of peanut butter. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Very nice. I saw, too, you just had special bookmarks made for Benji for the reading program. Um, So
2: they came out a little bit larger than a bookmark. Office Depot didn't quite have particular bookmark sizes. So I made extra large little menus. But I sent in a picture, had that hand painted. And I used that same picture since it's kind of cartoon-esque to be on top of the bookmark. A little book logo. And then his email, bookswithbenji at gmail.com. And then his Instagram account, benji's underscore therapies. So I'm going to ideally pass those out to children. I like that it's bigger so they don't lose the bookmarks I and mean, it would be cool for the parents to hang it on the fridge or something but I want to offer private sessions because as I've continued on with the reading with Benji it's only 15 minute increments that kids are allowed to reserve and some kids whether they struggle to read or are just distracted with Benji and want to play with him touch him all that stuff the time goes by really fast so I feel like the kids aren't allotted the appropriate amount of time to get their book done or or ask the questions they want, or just hang out with Benji. Just kind of feel just like they're, I don't know, having a good time at the library with the dog. So I want to offer private sessions that gives them either 30 minutes or 45 minutes alone with Benji. So
1: we'll see if
2: that's But I'm
1: excited for. I hope so. That's great. Would that be for kids that you've already met through the program so you just kind of can do it like on an invite basis where you know like it's a child that Benji would have a good time working longer sessions with or something they could just sign up for?
2: So I would bring the bookmarks with me to the sessions at the library, and then if the children really enjoyed Benji or they seemed to really enjoy the time but maybe didn't get enough time, or if they got enough time, they just seemed like they really liked it, I would give them the bookmarks or talk to the parents that they were there. The parents are there with them, so I would talk to them and kind of plan it up, and they can email me kind of times that would work better for them, that way I can set up a schedule to see who would want to do it and what times are available but some kids they do come they read they're really shy I don't know if they don't like dogs or they're just a little bit timid of Benji's size but some just kind of sit there and read kind of get their book done and then leave and then others are laying on the floor playing with him asking me every question under the sun so it's a little bit different it just kind of depends on the on the children themselves I
1: uh, gotcha so the bookmarks are basically the invite and it's
2: up to them to kind of follow yeah. Up that. yeah gotcha just a- kind of keep us fresh in their minds so if they hang it on the fridge they get to remember what Benji looks like and if the parents think that they, the kids would benefit from it a little bit better doing it individually then they have that there to reach out to me versus contacting the library then them contacting me and, and exchanging information they just have it right there at hand
1: yeah plus it's a great little connection object since it has like a picture of them they could even put it in their room at home and read to yeah. the bookmark And on top of
2: it so I figured to do it that way so when you have the bookmark in the book Benji's face is like sticking right up above it
1: but yeah it's really cool I see Benji's fan club is in the comments Jessica says Benji's the best Bree says they miss their baby Benji and Michaela says Benji the best boy ever Bree is a Benji
2: OG. He came in one day to the animal hospital. He was lost and the girl couldn't keep him. She was really allergic. So I volunteered to take him in and he became part of the hospital's family. And he's offered therapy to just about everybody there, including other dogs as well. I love that. That's
1: such a pretty story. And you were mentioning some of the children can be a little intimidated by his size because he's a great Pyrenees mixed with, I forget... So he's 56% Great
2: Pyrenees, and then he's got 2% Bulgarian Shepherd, which is very similar to a Pyrenees. Okay. And then Shepherd in him, it starts with an M. My brain wants to say Merriman Shepherd. I don't think that's how it's pronounced, but basically looks just like a Pyrenees. And then, oddly enough, he has a little bit percentage of a Commodore dog, which I don't know if you know or anyone else knows, but that's a dog like the dreadlock dog or the mop dog. So okay. They- Long dreads or they look like a head of a mob so i thought that was really interesting that he had that in him but his face really looks like a pyrenees to me and his size i'm grateful he's not full blood just because of all the hair i have my hair of little tumbleweeds around my house but yeah he's good how big is he then? Last I weighed, it, he was 105. So okay, he gets gotcha. stand like a pound or two, but I do pretty good at keeping him lean just to savor those back hips for sure.
1: How do you help those kids then who are a little intimidated by his size? So I typically have him sit or
2: lay down. And then when he's down, he's at a really good level for them. And okay. then I'll him, I'll kind of like rub his face, touch his ears, even touch his feet just to get the to see that he's not scary he's not going to do anything and then sometimes if they're really scared I'll just like stick his tail out and I'll have them touch his tail just to get the, the little contact and not have to actually touch him but a lot of the kids at the at the end of it they're literally laying on the floor with him I have a ton of photos of Kids just like running around in the room or laying down it's really cute I'm like we're supposed to be reading but this is really
1: fun to me I love that
2: Michaela says they're so
1: happy and proud of Benji and they always knew he would be the best therapy dog. (laughs) Kayla,
2: I used to work with Michaela too.
1: Yeah, I love it. Bubbles had a question. She wanted to know if the library contacted you or if you asked them to start (laughs) the reading program.
2: So one of the great things with Alliance of Therapy Dogs, I don't know how other companies work, but Alliance is amazing. So if there's someone who is in need of a therapy dog, they will contact Alliance and then Alliance will send a mass email to everyone telling them like, hey, if you guys can help out, let them know, reach out to them scroll down, you'll see the original message. So this one was a girl, Madeline. She worked at the Raya Road branch of the libraries in Charlotte. And she was like, hey guys, we're starting. So the company, or not the company, the program is called Pause to Read, P-A-W-S. I call it my own books with Benji I think it just has a little bit nicer of a ring to it but they reached out to me I reached out to them and then Madeline and I got each other's email and contacted her she asked a little bit about Benji we set up a time for me to go in with Benji for just an evaluation you can't just go in and expect just because he's a therapy dog they're immediately going to accept you so they wanted to make sure he was going to be okay and was a good fit for the program so we went in I did some paperwork they wanted a copy of his certificate a copy copy of his vet records, making sure all the scenes are up to date. And then they had a couple kids at the library already who had already agreed to be kind of like the test subjects for Benji to be around. But I wasn't at all concerned. I knew he was going to do great. So we got to do that. And then I got on the schedules. But for another example, they actually reached out to me about Amazon. Amazon warehouses around Charlotte were requesting therapy dogs. And then a girl, she was doing a therapy dog project with her classmates. And so that was, I believe, at like Lake Norman High School. She reached out asking. I just couldn't. I had to work that day. So it was just a little conflicting schedules. But I really wanted to go to the Levine Center, the children's hospital. But they weren't doing their Therapy dog visits because of covid and a couple other reasons so we just didn't make it there yet but the pause to read has been a lot of fun and then i just contacted the assisting living homes i called them asked to speak to their activities director And would say, hey, my name is Taylor, my dog's name is Benji, we're part of Alliance Therapy Dogs, and we want to come visit. Do you have any residents who would be comfortable with that? And they would set me up for a visit, I would go. If you're going to do that route, I would recommend going with the activities director of the assisted living home. Just because the residents don't know you or your dog, but they'll see a familiar face with the activities director. And so they'll Mm -hmm. feel more comfortable especially like you have to knock on their door and say like hi we have a dog do you want to say hi so I felt like it was better for her to knock and just you know explain who you were and all that
1: yeah I think that's a good piece of advice probably varies based on where you go but I know with some programs too your dog is approved for different levels and so with some of them you have to be in in an area where there is staff available who's familiar with the program yeah Yeah. (laughs) awesome so how did you first find out about therapy dogs
2: So I used to work with a girl. Her name was Kim. She had a German shepherd, Kovu, and she was telling me Kovu actually is an actor and he would be in plays. And she told me that he was a therapy dog as well. And when I got to talking to her about it, she was telling me about him going to the airport and letting people pet him before they would board flights and then in lines of security. And then she told me that he actually would sit on stand with children who were on trial or like being questioned during a court trial for abuse or any like particular traumatic event, they would mm-hmm. sit with the dog offer therapy during that difficult time. And that just seemed really, really cool to me. And so I started looking around. I know that there's a few other like therapy dogs international is another big one that I've heard of. And I fell to like Benji ever since the day I got him. Granted he was a little bit nervous when he first came into the hospital, but over time when he broke out of his shell, I just realized he was so relaxed, so calm, so cool, collected. He's sleeping over there right now. But He just loves everybody. He loves attention. He can be a little needy at times. Don't tell him I said that, but he has big (laughs) paws and he'll let you know when you stop petting him, it's not okay with him. He'll definitely paw you. But everyone I worked with, all of the doctors, they also recommended me to make him a therapy dog or to train with him to be a therapy dog, just because he was one of the only dogs that wouldn't show any sort of anxiety at the vet. He let everyone pet him. He doesn't bark. He just kind of walks up to you, leans against you, and will just let You pet him for as long as you can give. So, my whole thing was I can't. Keep all of Benji's love for myself and be selfish. I have to share Benji's love with the rest of the world. So that's why I decided to do it.
1: It sounds like he might have too much love for just one person anyway. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. So you found out about therapy dogs before you got Benji or after? After. Just being in the vet medicine
2: world and always having a passion for animals. I really was interested in equestrian therapy. I studied psychology. So any type of therapy related things I was always into. And then once I got Benji, Benji, it was kind of like, this could be real. This could be definitely a thing if
1: I looked into it a little bit more. So I did. And it's been wonderful. Jessica says Benji has the most love. (laughs) Well, I think it's pretty clear then how you knew that he would enjoy being a therapy dog. Where do you think he enjoys volunteering the most? Do you think he has a
2: favorite? I think with the children, most of them are really active with him, petting him. So I think that he really likes that. There was one time we had a few cancellations. So we had a good amount of time with one particular child. And within 15 minutes, they were both running around the enclosed room, but running around the room doing his little play bow and playing with them. So just a little bit higher energy with the children versus the residents of the assisted living home. They're just both really different experiences. The assisted living home is very relaxed, very quiet, loving pets and then with the children they're a little bit more energetic and asking me a bunch of questions and playing with his ears and just pulling on him and stuff so it's just very different nice does he know when you're getting ready to go volunteer somewhere no i think he's just as excited to get in the car he has this little heart that says i'm a registered therapy dog and then his membership number on the back of it i just clipped it But he doesn't like change or anything, like his behavior or anything. He's just always Benji and just really, really nice and really happy. But he will walk by anyone and just kind of look up at them, waiting for them to pet him. The more people, the merrier to him.
1: I love that. What surprised you the most on your journey to the therapy dog team?
2: I would say the transition with the children, the ones that are really timid. The transition, watching them start out really timid and then be really comfortable with him afterwards really surprised me how well they adapted to the situations, how well Benji adapted to the situations. I know some dogs, you know, when they're ready to leave, their session's over, their puppy minutes have timed out. Benji doesn't really have that. He kind of does what I ask of him all the time. If he gets up to come over to me, I'll just redirect him, just lay back down. I'm surprised at how easy it is. And I honestly am surprised at how much free range I have at the library the assisted living homes are a little bit different just because I said I was with the activities director kind of going door to door to door but in this other setting I'm sitting in a room with him and the children come to me really cool just to see them kind of open up and not be so timid and then one thing I do realize like when was the last time you thought about how grateful you were that you could read sentences in a book so flawlessly so when I watch these kids read and they are really nervous but they start to get comfortable you can tell the way that they're reading as well or some kids they're really really trying to sound out a word to figure out what that word is and to me it's so gratifying knowing that like I went through all of that too with learning how to read and now I'm so grateful that I can read and all that but it's just one of those little things that you you don't really pay attention to when we're adult. it just you read a page you read something a sign and it is what it is kids it's really cool to watch them really sound out the word their brain really trying to figure out what that page says and I'm just trying to like be quiet and not help them too much but it's really it's really interesting the whole thing kind of is a really great surprise in more than one ways.
1: Yeah, it sounds like you really enjoy volunteering with him. Yeah, I don't know who likes it more, me or him, honestly. (laughs) What's your favorite part about volunteering with
2: him? I think just the different people I meet, the different kids. The stories that the kids have are really interesting. They tell me about their animals, and we talk about things with their animals and Benji and how they're similar, how they're different. And then with the assisted living home, just being there, I'm grateful I don't have any family members, particularly living assisted living homes at the moment. But just being that friendly face, that unique visit, That will brighten up someone's day. Maybe a family member hadn't visited in a while or they were feeling a little bit down that day. Just having a surprise visitor and it's a really big fluffy dog come through your door I think is really great. And it's nice that Benji's so tall that they don't have to bend over far to pet him or when they're sitting down. He does come right up to them and it's really
1: easy for them to enjoy the visit as well. I love that. Abby the therapy dog says hello from Hobby Airport therapy dog. Hi. I don't know if you're familiar with the team or if they're just saying hello, but hello. That's awesome. Yeah. What advice do you have for someone who's interested in becoming a therapy dog team? I would say find
2: out what types of visits you want to do, whether it's with children or adults or elderly adults. Figure that out first. Look at where you can go. So some therapy dog programs only allows you to go to X places. So make sure that that correlates with where you want to go, because as soon as we pull into the parking lot and I set foot on the concrete, I am completely covered under insurance and so is Benji. And then the minute we get back into our concrete, as well we're still covered under insurance so that's really important just because they are animals at the end of the day and it's a different situation every time you go make sure you know where you want to go who you want to visit and then let's say you want to do visits with children I would recommend if you have family friends who have young children in the family bring your dog around them just to see how they would react you want to kind of make sure that they're gonna be a good fit before you take the time the money the energy the effort into training them for it and let Let's say like they're they don't like kids like that's okay they don't like children but instead of putting them in that uncomfortable situation having already spent the time money and effort to figure that out you can then weed out those situations with family friends children or your grandparents or something like that so just kind of make sure you, you know what you want to do where you want to do it and go from there and not every dog can be a therapy
1: dog and that's okay you just have to figure out the strengths and weaknesses of your own exactly yeah there's so many fun things that you can do with your dog whether or not they're a good fit to be a therapy dog so yeah yeah i love that well thank you so much is there anything else that you wanted to share while you're here maybe just my dog <laughs> <laughs> for sure show him off a little hi, hi benji he's like i'm kind of camera shy he's like he's uh nobody can pet me through the camera <laughs> so why should i care
2: yeah he's napping These it's raining here in charlotte so these long rainy days have him extra tired this is all he does sometimes he'll get tired he'll get excited and want to play
1: he has fun. to save his energy for his visits. <laughs> I, know.
2: I was joking with him earlier before we got on. I was like, you're getting your beauty rest for the camera, and then the beauty rest <laughs> never stops. So It's all good.
1: Well, it was so nice to meet you and Benji. Thank you so much for joining yeah, me. Yeah, thank you. I had a blast. Thank you so much. Hope to do it again soon. Awesome. Have a good day. You Bye. Bye.
0: I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Therapy Dog Talk. If you did, please do me a favor and leave a review and rating on the podcast platform of your choice. If you have a guest that you think would be a great fit for Therapy Dog Talk, send me an email at hello at therapydogtalk.com. Thank you so much and we'll see you next week.